Welcome, 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 welcome to the Tim Pellat Podcast. Uh, it is time for another very special episode of the Royal Rumble 3. But before you, I welcome everybody, I want to get into some dates. We have some great dates coming up, everybody. Obviously, tomorrow is Comedy Chaos Live at the Comedy Store. Uh, we got Fleet Base Bars of Burt Kreischer, Godfrey, Theo Vaughn, Whitney Cummings, and some very special guests popping in at the end. Come down. Tickets are only $20.00. And they're moving quick. October 3rd, it is Sam Tripoli, an uh, evening of Sam Tripoli and his weirdo friends live at the Brea Improv. Kate Quigley, George Prez, Corey and Chad, and Mike Tully go to brea.improv.com. Grab those tickets now. It is going to be a wonderful night. And then the Tin Foil Hat Comedy Night is back in full effect, everybody. We are going to be October 12th at the Philadelphia Punchline, that's right, punchlinephilly.com. Grab those tickets. Those tickets are already moving very quickly. We're super excited about that. We are coming home to the, uh, the, the birthplace of freedom, so come get those tickets. Eddie Bravo, myself, and who knows who's going to pop up. And then finally, October 14th, we will be live at the Syracuse Funny Bone. Uh, myself, Eddie Bravo, my mother will be there. You want to meet... The mother of Tinfoil Hat, come meet Rebecca Bedorian <laughs> live at the Funny Bone. Those tickets coming. That's a Sunday at 2, uh, 7 p.m. show. So that's it. Very excited about here. We're supposed to have everybody here, but the only guys that have shown up to the fight. This is like when the gangs get together and like three of the gangs don't show up, two gangs show up. So we got to decide whether we're still have a gang fight or not. Uh, they're uh, one of my favorite podcasts out there. They are holding it down. They are from the north. They're Grime America show. Please welcome Darren Grimes and Graham Dunlop. How's that? Boom. Did I get that right? Bam. You betcha. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having us on again. And thanks for the swap cast. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, we're excited. We're supposed to have our, our friends from the conspiracy farm. We don't know where they are. I think they'll be here soon. No, they, 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 are you guys ready? They're making coffee. <laughs> the show started. The show <clears throat> has started. What's going on with you guys, man? Oh, man, we just had to move out of our old studio, and we found a temporary one. Our producer, Brody, uh, helped us out. We moved into his studio temporarily till we find a separate place. But other than that, it's, it's going pretty good. We're busy. Lots of shows, um, lots of good stuff. I see you're – I've been following you, listening to your show, and you're on top of everything, too, uh, that latest one, the Cockapalooza, was pretty hilarious. Oh, thank you. And very I, inform- uh, informative as well. I thought I bit off more than I could chew, obviously. No, not at all. Oh, thank you, dude. You know, I'm going to be honest with you guys kind of talked about it today. You know, I, I the show's through transitions right now. Uh, not by my choice. I know everybody's heard it. I'm, I've been a pinata this whole week. There he is. Are you there? Is he there? Or is What's he up, just- can we see you guys? Can we? Hold on. Let me get the. All right. I just want to at least hear you guys, at least so you can join us. And as you do that, I'm explaining what's going on. Once the picture comes up, I'll introduce you guys. Uh, 
I'm the pinata this week, but you know what? Daddy can take it. Bring him to daddy. Let daddy, you know, tee off on dad, but dad's still here, okay? Uh, are you guys still here? That's the question. There you guys are. This is chaos. Yes! Yes! Okay, we got little down there. We got, this is good enough, dude. If everybody's here. We're just waiting on Pat, man. Sorry. Can you hear Can you hear us pretty good? Yeah, I can hear you, Jeffrey. You're great. Please welcome uh, returning champions of Royal Rumble. They're back to defend their belt. And they're bringing children, okay? Uh, please welcome Conspiracy Farm, Jeffrey Wilson, and we're waiting on everybody's favorite Freemason, Pat Miltech. All right. So uh, are our kids joining you? Are the kids are the kids joining Jeffrey? We're, I'm, I'm at Casa de Militant, so we're just uh, we're just tightening up all the loose ends here. Okay, all right. So let me finish this story before this becomes crazy. Uh, I'm talking to people to join the show. I'm talking to get somebody who run the computer and all that stuff and uh, upload and get all that stuff going. So just know that we're working hard on it. Hey, that's over there antagonizing his young daughter. Uh, okay. So how long till he can pop up? He's coming, he's coming right now, man. He's coming right now. All right, we're starting. See you later, Amelia. Love you. Have a good, good swimming lesson. Jesus Christ. Have a good Pat. swimming lesson, Amelia. I think someone is, uh, <laughs> what? someone is trying to is sharing their screen right now. It's really fucking me. Ladies and gentlemen, UFC Hall of Famer Pat Miller. Yo, what's up, gentlemen? Okay, welcome to uh, Royal Rumble 3. This is going to be chaos. Uh, we, you got the Grime, Grimerica guys are here. The Conspiracy Farm guys are here as well. Uh, we got a weird split screen. Yeah, somebody's sharing their screen. I don't, Who's I don't sharing the have screen? A Mac, so I don't know how this is happening. Uh, I might have done that. How do I undo that, dude? I'm using Pat's Pat's stuff here. All right. Don't show it. Don't show us all your tranny porn on there. Well, what's that one program? Stop I haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome I, I to Pat. I just hit stop sharing. Did that do anything? Yeah, I don't know. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. We're going to have to edit all this out, but it's fine. I don't edit. I don't edit either, but oh, there we go. That's perfect. That's perfect. Can we leave it at that? Yes, yes, yes. That is perfect. Don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. We're good. All right. Welcome back to the Royal Rumble 3. It's uh, We're ready to rock. Super excited. And uh, everybody's here. What a great time to be a conspiracy theorist. I want to start off, guys, with... uh, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, the Higher Side Chats with all of our friends. Yeah, yeah, Greg, Greg Carlwood. Greg Carlwood, okay. And he was talking to Gordon White about how he uh, is kind of a little iffy on conspiracies right now. Uh, he doesn't know what's real, what's not. There's a bunch of people arguing flat earth. There's a bunch of people arguing um, arguing dinosaurs didn't exist. And then I started realizing that he's probably talking about my podcast and what we've been talking <laughs> about. So I'm a little nervous about that. But with that said, uh, I want to go th- across the board and we'll start with conspiracy uh, farm guys. Uh, what is your guys take on what's going on in the conspiracy world right now? Go ahead, Grammy. Am I going first? I said the farm. Yeah, the farm. Oh. You guys go first. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before, Sam. I mean, it's, it's like you, you always say, it's, <laughs> what is that? It's a great time to be alive, man. And the information, it, it, always discernment is absolutely key. 
In my opinion, this whole kind of genre has been taken over quite, not taken over, but infiltrated definitely. And so it's really kind of hard to tell, you know, who's a really part of the movement and who's kind of here for, you know, dissension amongst the ranks. But yeah, like you said, it's, we have such a powerful platform, you know, us getting together like this, a, a, a you know, collection of the tribes, if you will, like Sam, you call it, you know, we've got a lot of information to kind of, you know, throw around and it, it is a crazy time to, to really be a part of this movement. But again, like I said, we definitely got to be sure uh, the information that we're getting is, is legit, dude, because... Uh, the misinformation hacks, yeah, the, CIA, the CIA and other uh, intel groups have released their, their goons into our community and... You know, they seem real legit for quite a while, and then all of a sudden they go off the deep end and tell you that there was uh, no planes hitting the World <laughs> Trade Center, or it was a... The moon's a hologram? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, Space I was, is fake. It, it, it was such a powerful thing we have here, and it is, we do have to be careful when we start entertaining these, Australia doesn't exist, dinosaurs never existed, the Earth is flat, like, it really just delegitimizes all the legit shit that we are really talking about. We are at a precipice at a very crazy time right now. For sure. Hey, uh, okay, Grimes, what do you think? What's your thoughts on that? I think Gordon White, CIA, and he infiltrated THC. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just kidding. We'll roll that back. I think it's, you know, Greg's getting up there, right? He's getting up to that that 100,000 listener threshold, and that's kind of where you... You know, I think you start to get tapped on the shoulder and you get said, you know, you got a real nice thing going here, Greg, and we're going to drop a couple of lines here and you're going to stay in between them and everybody's going to have a good time. Oh, I can't you know, you, wait. You always wonder at what at what point that comes in because it definitely happened to Rogan. I, I think everyone here would agree on that. I, I, I can't necessarily, you know, necessarily agree. It's, it's yeah, I, I, it's interesting, though. It's possible because you're hearing individuals on his show like Duncan Trussell saying, hey, man, be careful, et cetera, et cetera. I don't – we got young Bentley in here barking. Um, it, it's hard to say if he's been approached or not, or he's just, you know, got a really super popular podcast. And I, I get what you're saying, though. But, uh, you know, who, do we know definitively that Joe Rogan has been approached by the government? Well, here's what I'll say yes. about that. <laughs> here's my opinion on that. I get asked that all the time. That show is so big, Right. If he just came out there and just said, Eddie Bravo and I were talking about, if he just came out and said, hey, man, Michelle Obama's got a giant black dick, the internet would melt. The internet would fucking melt, man. And it's just like with great power comes great responsibility. And I'm not saying that he needs to do this or that. But I also talked to Rogan. And I listen, guys, as a guy who talks to him probably weekly. He believes a lot of stuff you hear him saying. It's not just on the podcast that he's saying a lot of that stuff. He is saying it when he's in public, too. I mean, like, so it could be that there was an approachment. I just think that he's gotten so big to a certain place. And over time, people change their attitudes. That's just my opinion. I think that you're completely fucking wrong. Here's why. Okay. (laughs) I'm fine with it. Yeah. If thinking the way he was thinking, which is similar to the way we think, yeah. got, him, got him to as big as he was, he wouldn't quit thinking that way. I can hear, I can understand what you're saying, but when I... Let me think differently, Sam. And, and if you follow the evidence, it's not going to take you to where Rogan is right now. It's going to take you the opposite way. Which is what? Which is where we're, where more where we're at. I mean... 
I yeah. think you you guys and Sam yeah. and, and us, I don't think we're hitting all those, you know, extremes and giving the platform necessarily for all those extremes. But we're talking about a lot of rational things. You guys had that health show on recently with the uh, the chemical free body and all that type of stuff. Like I, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things people should be paying attention to instead of flat earth and and whether dinosaurs exist. It's whether they should be geoengineering the planet and, and the vaccine issues and all those issues that are really really affecting the health and the well-being of all of us. I know what the fucking carbon tax I'm paying. The flat earth movement was started by skateboarders. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? I actually wouldn't doubt that. But I still get, the thing is about the flat earth is I get, I was getting emails this weekend because we're in the middle of our push for supporters because we had to move out and we're staying in this place. But I got like three emails this weekend from people saying they don't support the show because we don't talk about the flat earth enough. <laughs> I get that a lot. And, and that's within our own audience, who Sam? I think are reasonable people. You get heat from that too, Sam? Oh, yeah, all the time, dude. All the time. If I don't do a flat earth episode, they go nuts on me. I get, you know, it's that's it, it, regardless of where you fall on that issue, our, our viewership. Is going to go nuts either way. If you say the yeah, earth exactly, is flat, exactly. they're going There's to go, no right you're an idiot. If you th- say the earth is round, the flat earth people are going to light you up. So it's like talking about Trump. All their last names are brown. They're related to your governor. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I get it, dude. I'm not a big Jerry Brown thing. Uh, you see people but, leaving but- California in droves, dude, in droves. And the traffic still sucks. It still sucks. But per, per how you started this question, Sam, it's weird because this whole conspiracy movement or whatever you want to call it, it's so freaking weird to me how much traction a flat earth movement legitimately has. There is a lot of people who believe that shit or holograms and the and the and the 9-11, et cetera. It's like, man, it, this has become this conspiracy thing becomes a very slippery slope. I had someone whatever it, you start entertaining some of the wildest fucking theories. And, you know, somewhere in there is the truth, but it's just interesting, some of the wild shit that takes hold. Yeah, well, what amazes me is how how professional the misinformation looks. You know, the great example was that shooting in Parkland where uh, they had the kid went to school out here or was still going to school or had graduated. And he, he lived out here for a while. I don't know if he necessarily graduated, but that whole campaign to be like, he didn't even go to school there was so professionally done. That makes me think it was all part of that propaganda bill that was passed by the government that says the U.S. government well, can use propaganda. Yeah. Look at all of these stories that we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to maybe bring up the observatory. Yeah. You know, the, the Las Vegas shooting immediately. It was an Al Qaeda. It was arms deal. Like with the with the observatory, it was aliens. It was the Chinese had co-opted it. It was there was some Meteor. there. Like it was within a day or two, multiple different stories got floated and just got ran with. So my question to you guys is, uh, I, and what what have you noticed about all these stories? What is Sandy Hook? What is Vegas? And what does this observatory all have in common? They the bag. There was a bad guy, and there was pornography, a kiddie porn involved. Did you notice that they someone got involved, and, and then that Stephen Paddock's brother got accused of kiddie porn, and they just got let go because there was no evidence well, of it. Not to, not, another person in that mix, the guy who won that lawsuit on three D printing guns against the Pentagon. Just got charged with some weird pedophile stuff, uh, underage stuff. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's the Scarlet Letter anymore. And he warned it was coming. Yeah, right. Yep, yeah, that's what they're going to say. That's the new thing. Yet, yeah. 
you have they seem to do, not want you to know who really has the kitty porn, right? That's like the crazy thing. Now, the thing with today is like AJ Ben, ben what's his name? The guy who does uh, AJ Benz went on. Uh, yeah, went on uh, Adam Carolla and said that Les Moonves is allegedly ho- was hooking up with underage people, you know, kids. I mean, is this the beginning of the pedo gate finally coming out, do you guys think? I mean, it, again, a slippery slope, man. Look at what's happening. And again, this isn't a referendum on Trump or Kavanaugh. This is a referendum on fucking due process. Look at how many fucking people's careers have been buried just off of accusations, no due process, no day in court. It's just automatically accept your accuser's word. And I'm not belittling or diminishing any woman who's been sexually assaulted and what you know their claims are. It's just a matter of like, whoa, we have to start pumping the brakes, man. Careers are being lost. Yeah, they, are being the, yeah these, these accusations, uh, like the four witnesses that she named all did not corroborate her story. The but party, yeah, we need the party never happened. And there has to be an FBI investigation. And you know once that starts falling apart, everybody called it. They go, they're going to come with more people accusing him of the same shit. And now a lady saying in Yale, he, 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 he exposed his penis to her face. Yeah. And, you I, know, it's I, Jesus. That's that, social media, though, isn't it? I mean, that's that was the, you know, the Unabomber Manifesto kind of spells it all out. No one likes to talk about it, but... You know, he kind of predicted right where we are right now. And it's that we don't need to take due process anymore because there is no due process on fucking mass hysteria. So I don't need to get the cops or the courts involved when I can just convince a bunch of people on my platform that fucking Sam Tripoli is a Nazi. What? How do you know? (laughs) So here's my biggest thing that, you know, I, I I've become this like lone wolf in Hollywood. I'm a lone wolf that secretly everybody thanks all the time for doing what I'm doing. It's very amazing. But the one thing is, is that uh, a couple things with the Me Too movement is uh, I just did a political show with my friend uh, Ben Glebe and I did a show. And what I heard over and over again what from they put me on the right, even though I'm on either side. Uh, I had I was the guy who represented the right. And they basically were like, we need to believe all women. We need to believe all wi- all victims. And then in the next breath, they would mock Pedogate, like, oh, kids getting fucked in a pizzeria. And it's like, oh, so you, you don't know why people don't believe some victims, why you openly mock other victims, right? It just... Because it's, it's not trendy. Like I was saying to you earlier, uh, Sam, it's like it's so people are so selectively butthurt and so intellectually dishonest. They won't really dig in and really get pissed off about the large swath of shit that's going on in this fucking country and this planet. They have to be told what to be pissed off at. And that's what's so horseshit, man. It's like, again, lives are being ruined. I mean, lives are being ruined. Kids are being killed. Kids are being killed. Absolutely. And yet this is some of these people who are just in their emotions and their feel so hardcore are really expected to be taken seriously when they were fucking silent and voted two terms to put Obama in. How many bodies is that fucker buried overseas? You know what I mean? And yet here we are talking about, you know, grabbing, put, I, mean, I, I get it, let's have the conversation, but. Why aren't we, why aren't we hanging the bishops and the Pope when they protected you. at least 8,000 pedophile priests, one of whom raped my oldest brothers who both committed suicide. I'm sorry, um, man. No, no, but you know, uh, the thing that, the point that I'm making is, is uh, the destruction of thousands upon hundreds of thousands of families probably all over the world. And 8,000 priests is a minimum. It's probably double that of 
of men who are running rampant, um, you know, homosexual pedophiles. That's just what they are. They're, they're attracted to little boys, uh, raping little boys all over the world and destroying destroying these kids' lives and the families' lives. But people are bitching and complaining about all this, you know, uh, dude, safe spaces and all this other garbage. It's just I want to slap everyone across the face as hard as I can and say, wake up, you moron. And, and, and let the Pope announce that he's a, he's going to speak tomorrow in whatever that square is in, in, in over, in, over in Rome. He'll fucking pack them in like a NASCAR race, dude. Hundreds of thousands they'll pay to freak out. Oh. They'll, they'll come show up for this horse. Crimerica, thoughts? Think, think, think how much fucking money... That Catholic Church has taken in every single day in donations around the planet. But let's boycott fucking Nike. You know, don't say anything yeah. about the Catholic Church. Boycott Nike. Yeah. To go back to some of Bill Burr's original comedy, dude, name me an organization that could have this much shit PR for, well, centuries and then still be open for business. It's, the media? It's just well, it's the reality, like we talk about all the time on the Israel? show. Yeah. The mainstream media? I mean, yeah. you know, how many times do they have to get caught in the lie and they're still going strong? Yeah, and they don't even – it's just – it's it's really unbelievable. And, like, the argument I had with these people who were on the left was about how, like, the problem everybody has with you is, like, you act like evil started a year and a half ago. And, you, like, everything that you're complaining about with Trump literally happened under uh, Obama and Bush and Clinton. So it's like – you, you you sound you only get mad when it happens to the guy you don't like, and the only reason you know about it is because the media tells you that they didn't tell you Obama was doing all this crazy shit, and then they got mad at me because I called him Chocolate Jesus, and I'm like, the reason I said that is because he walks on water with you people, you know. And my biggest problem with this is that these women who are pushing this narrative, creating a ultra sensitive environment, are going to have sons. They're not all just going to have daughters. They're going to have sons. And those sons are going to grow up and become teenage boys and college boys. And they are setting up a place where any girl can accuse them of anything. And it's automatically wrong. And no matter what age they did it, whether when they were a minor or in college, hey, hey, it's going to come back. Wait, did you just assume that they're going to grow up boys? Yeah, okay. That's true. They're, oh, you, you go to jail for that in Canada. Oh. <laughs> that's as bad as Holocaust and all. <laughs> By the way, Trudeau? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Fucking two term Trudeau? Oh, my God. Oh, you poor bastards. Hey, no. Well, what, what, what we're talking about here is people losing their minds and being complete. So I, I post on Twitter a picture of a. Uh, a bunch of vegetables I pulled out of my garden, right? It's a, it's a great picture. And uh, a guy goes, uh, everyone uh, should alpha like me and Pat, saying basically uh, grow your own food. And this Philly Chimp 316 on Twitter, Philly Chimp 316, blow his ass up on Twitter, goes, JJ, block this man right now. He's a Freemason sicko. And then <laughs> – Put an emoji out with my rolling eyes, like, yeah, boy, here we go. He goes, and then he quotes John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me, Jesus. And so, look, I'm already satanic simply because I'm a Freemason and was, well, I was the master of my lodge. But, uh, ooh. Oh, man. Whoa. There we go. There we go.
the, the, the Grimerica guys are pulling the plug on the show right now. <laughs> We've been called filthy Masonic scum more than once. I've been called. And we're not even Masons. <laughs> I've said that to high five, high five, five you right now if I could. We're all we're all shields, you know. I'm Pat's a, a Masonic shield. I'm a shield. Nobody fucking knows who I am. I'm Sam, a, you're a shield. I'm, I'm a gay Jew shill. That's how I am. I'm not even Jewish or gay, but I'm a gay Jew shill. <laughs> We're so shilly, we can't even afford an office space. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, so wow. shilly out there. So let's get into some stuff, guys. Basically, I just wanted to finish the point. I was making it real quick is that you're going to set it up for these kids. They're going to grow up. And your sons who decide to stay as sons grow into these work environments. You're setting them up for failure. You're setting it up so anybody crazy, it's going to come back around like it always does. So you get behind these people and these leaders of these Me Too movements, and we find out they're all scumbags. And it's not that the movement's necessarily wrong. It gets hijacked by people with alternatives. You know? It's just, it's, it's just like, you know, the, the, the Trump election, all that shit. They, they, they weaponized the DOJ. They weaponized the fucking media. And now here they are with this new scarlet letter weaponizing sexual assault and rape, which is just absolutely fucking deplorable, dude. And this really minimizes and makes it a lot harder for people who are legitimately coming forward to make these claims because now you have people just throwing it out there to just ruin careers and it's all politicized when, you know, actually there's legit fucking, like you said, Sam, fuck. Kids are being trafficked and eaten and organ harvested all over the world, but the fucking mainstream media is crickets about that. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, and go on. Sorry, bud. No, and now with the censorship, you got to, you know, now they can just shut any of us down if we want to talk about that stuff. I mean, they can literally deplatform us. And you can go on to, you can create a fake profile and go on to Reddit and be a shill in there, and they can shut the whole Reddit thread down because of a couple uh, disinformation agents in there. I mean, that, you know, look who's shutting the Reddit down now. And what do you guys think of the uh, Trump basically getting the DOJ to investigate uh, social media and tech companies for uh, basically having a monopoly? Well, they're utilities. They've become utilities, basically, essentially. So, you know, they can't uh, they can't shut off the electricity to your house or your computer. They can't shut off your computer because they don't like the emails you're writing. Right. So they can't do the same thing. Uh, based on them not liking what I say on the internet, they can't just ban me. That's because they're a utility. They've become utilities. So, so wait, is that a thing? Trump's looking doing the looking at doing the Teddy Roosevelt thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They just announced he's putting session, I think, on it to investigate whether uh, they're going to. Um, so here's. Yeah. So do you think that makes it better? Do you think that gets rid of it? Or do you think that makes it worse? Does that turn the internet into fucking CBS and, well, and TBS thing. and all that shit? Or does it all, all lay the playing field off so that they can't, you know, shut off Alex Jones anymore? They can't shut off Alex Jones is what I think, you know, obviously. Well, conspiracy for him. We're going to have Right, right. They can just write me a check. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the problem with these people that are censoring is they don't realize that it is going to come back around. And all of a sudden, they won't be able to criticize their government. I mean, as soon as that shifts over, I mean, they... When Ted Cruz owns the new YouTube and he's <laughs> kicking off all the lefties, it's going to be a different well, and, fucking and story. The larger, the larger ramifications, gentlemen, I mean, not, not a huge Alex Jones fan, but when he starts deplatformizing, or what if that's a word, Alex Jones, it just vindicates what he's already said. Like, the deep state's against me. And shows like ours, all these shows like these, it just... As they deplatformize, if that is a word, Deflat- if, if, they deplatforming. Take our, if they deplatform us or whatever, then it just vindicates and it just draws more people to what we're already saying. For me, on the show here, the conspiracy farm, I get that the term conspiracy has a certain connotation. 
But I mean, dude, we've had on so many individuals from Navy SEALs, Spetsnaz, former deputy director of counterintelligence for the FBI, that has mm-hmm. only just vindicated so much of the shit we've already talked about. So it's yeah. not about us scaring people away with things like tinfoil hat or conspiracy farm type podcasts, because they're coming to us for information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Heard everything you said. Are we are we too loud? No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you guys are a little loud. I'm just worried about in uh, audio later. This is my big fucking mouth. We don't even have our mouth plugged in. We're just using the, the mic on the old I Well, but the thing is, if 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 you sit back and think, you know, does anybody here remember MySpace? I'm sure we all do. Fuck why yeah, my, Tom. Why did MySpace die out and Facebook took off and Twitter <laughs> took off and Instagram took off? Which ones were given the green light by the Intel community? No, that's a great <laughs> that's point. MySpace. Back in the day, MySpace would not agree to the terms that the Intel community wanted, and that was to be able to spy on us. MySpace said no, and they got friggin' destroyed. And Facebook agreed to it. The little bastard out of the East Coast agreed to it. And, uh, you know, so that's what's going on. No, I agree totally. I thought it was the Asian chicks made the, their profiles too fucking loud, but I guess that's probably more it. Like... <laughs> Asian chick. <laughs> I like it. Every time you put on a Filipino chick, you got a giant song your girlfriend ran in. Are you looking at hot chicks on MySpace? <laughs> You're trying to turn it off real quick. Uh, do you guys have something to say, Grandma? I don't remember. I was. I. I never got into MySpace at all. I wasn't there yet. No. No. I missed all that. Wasn't yeah. my goddamn point. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to get into uh, a, an amazing day today. If you're in the conspiracies, uh, Q Anonymous has called us. Uh, Rosenstein had stepped down. Then he's going to stay on, but he was stepping down. Q had Q had uh, predicted this. Uh, I know Pat and I are more the Q people. Uh, Grimerica, I don't know what your guys' take on Q is so much, but Pat and I have always kind of been like, the information's real. I personally think he's military intelligence, and uh, that's just my kind of my take on what's your guys' thoughts on that whole thing. I went, I was deep in, and then I was out, and then I was deep in again, and then I was out, and then I was getting deep in again, and I was just like, you know what, I don't have time for this shit. So then I just. I just cut everything and I fucking turned off everything for like three months and I'm just sort of tiptoeing back in now. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's like you just dropped me off here and I've missed the last three months of politics. Oh, dude, it's a wonderful time to be around. But Pat, what's your thoughts? Hey, look, man, um, he's, he's been on and I, I have never left Q's side. Look at you. You're a ride or die, bitch. Look, I'm going to at least keep tabs on everything and unless something comes to an absolute dead end street, right? Q has certainly not been a dead end street. Many things have been correct. So I I see no reason not to at least follow up on some of his leads. For me, it's like an old fucking 50s serial. Like, tune in next week for the conclusion of Superman versus the Mole Man. I mean, <laughs> it just draws on and on. Because, like... Uh, who, I'm sorry, whoever, I, forget, I didn't see who was saying it, but I've been on and then I've been off. I'm kind of moving back to on now. I mean, Sam, you know, I call it hope porn. This is kind of just a weird uh, psyop, I think, that got going. But part of me, when I see shit happening, like recently, and hopefully we're going to talk about Rosenstein possibly resigning or being fired for talking about wiretapping Trump, and then we still have 
we do need to talk about this. Trump saying he was going to declassify the FISA document. Now he's not going to. Like, is this all part of the work? Or, like, whose side is he on? Why is he not? He said he was going to declassify it. and made it to Trump's desk via and Sessions' hand. foreign policy, why are our U.S. Marines still fucking training ISIS, I'm sorry, Syrian rebels? And we know who that really is. Free Syrian rebels. Well, why is that happening? You know who that is. We know that's ISIS. You know what I mean? If there's supposed to be this big departure of foreign policy and training these fucking terrorists, why is that kind of shit still happening? Why are we still funding the white helmets? Uh, let me just. Yeah, I had pretty well given up on that, but now I'm back in almost when you start talking about the, the uh, monopoly busting. Because I think that's something that needs to happen is some monopoly busting across the board. But okay, you guys are libertarians. Doesn't that kind of fall into that kind of gray area where it's like you don't want big business, but then you do want. Uh, well, you want somebody to be able to stand up to these giant corporations. That's I right. To, I think I think it comes down to you know who you piss off, which side of the line, and who's certain who who has power at the time, right? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a libertarian, but I still think you know my buddy Dave Matheson has talked me into thinking that a lot of socialist things aren't too bad. Like you know, we can socialize roads, we can probably socialize power, we can socialize the internet, we can socialize these different things that we can all sort of agree are that fucking people shouldn't be making money off. People shouldn't be making money off the fact that I need fucking water to drink or heat in the winter. That should be a non fucking issue. So all those things that we need. We shouldn't have to pay for it. Make it part of the taxes. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, but still, somebody's paying for it. So that's the thing. It's, I mean, wow. I, I would, I would say this. You know, along the lines of a Tesla giving every household free power uh, for whenever, whenever they need it and how much they need it. That's, that's true. Uh, that's, that's the, that's the spirit that you want to be thinking in, right? Is that people are able to create their own power. No, I'm with you on that. I mean, it would be fun to be able to everybody to create their own power, but I don't know if that's necessarily possible. I don't think everybody's built to create their own power, but there are No, things- but we're supposed to own the government. Right. Is what's supposed to happen. It's right. not supposed to be this corrupt fucking entity. We're supposed to own the government. I agree so with you. So if we can get back to the point that we have a government that is a fucking uh, 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 a government of our peers, then I have no trouble with us owning the fucking oil companies so that they're not making billions and billions and billions. It's just our oil. It's our oil. Our taxes pay for it, so we get it. Of the people for the people. Just just keep in mind that um, somehow, you know, because the government owns something, it's suddenly going to become, you know, this benevolent entity. It's not that it, it comes down to human, you know, the human tendency well, that's the problem. Is humans are shitty. Whether it's an oil money executive or the president of a unite of, of a nation, I mean, look at Venezuela right now. Dude. People are eating their neighbors' pets because they already ate their own. And that was the that was the nation that took over the oil industries and took over farming and took over everything else. Well, and they completely destroyed a nation. Look, I mean, I there there is no matter what you do, we are in America and certainly in Canada. We have socialist stuff going on, obviously. There's, there's a lot of it. I don't believe in any of it. I don't believe in any of it going on. Look, um, this is the reason the world is becoming overpopulated, because babies that would not normally be fed are being fed, and they're having more because they're getting more money for having more babies. You know, this is the kind of irresponsibly, 
irresponsibility from the word go. That's the seed. I mean, everything else is, wait, I'm here for free, man. I'm here for free. That's the, I don't believe in socialism at all. I get, yeah, but to me, there's a difference between giving people money for having kids and owning the fucking power line so that some guy's not making money off it. That I because it all it all is into the same umbrella, dude. Well, let that. me just say this, Pat. There are there are instances of socialism that the right is very much into. The military is very much socialist. The oh, absolutely, the police That's, department against it. it. You know, the only the only tax that should be taken from the United States by the Constitution is a tax for our military. That's the only one. That's it. Just protect us from getting our asses kicked. And besides that, let us do what we want. Okay, I can understand. I think there's. I think if we pulled back our military, t- took it from the offense that it is and back to a defense, that'd be interesting. I would, you know, free healthcare, stuff like that. I, I am interested in those things. I am interested in a regulation uh, of Wall Street where, you know, you can't have Goldman Sachs setting up a real estate portfolio knowing it's going to fail, telling their investors to invest in it while taking out insurance on it. That, to me, is completely wrong. Nobody there goes to jail. Oh, no, you're correct. I don't believe in the stock market, to be honest with you. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. But what do you think's going... I mean, mean, Sam, per what you just said, and that goes back to that 2008 fucking financial decimation collapse, who went to fucking jail for that? You know, we're bailing out the fucking auto industry, you know what I mean, Bear Stearns, Morgan or whatever all those players were, who went to fucking jail? They're you guys jumping. are bailing out half the planet. You guys are yeah, great. Exactly. You guys are great. Yeah, we do. Bailouts or whatever they are, those, those golden parachutes, and nobody goes to fucking jail while, you know, the, the plebs, us, get fleeced. No, I'm with you. I think the biggest thing that's going on is that the our US, the international bankers have used the U.S. government to set up a world economy that is dependent on the U.S. market, and therefore they could slowly manipulate everybody. And we, and they get they get the rest of the world hooked on our tit, our nipples, uh, just fucking breastfeeding off the U.S. government, and it's all done on purpose to get everybody under our control. And I am against that. Part of me was thinking that Trump was going to do that. I want to go back to something uh, Jeffrey said earlier about, you know, all these things that Trump promised, blah, blah, blah. For me, dude, uh, the corruption is so deep, dude. It's so deep. And I'm not here to tell you Trump's a good guy or, or a white hat. I think this war between him and the deep state, the Clintons, Obamas, and all of them is real. Uh, but the corruption is at every fucking level. I mean, if you look at the Debbie, Debbie Wasserman Schultz and her brother, the, the Wan brothers case, that's a sign of all the corruption that's going on. The judge in the New Mexico uh, uh, Muslim compound who lets them off, you know, there's a body, a dead body of the guy's son on the property, lets him go, no bail, no charges. Like, that's the type of corruption that's up, and I think it takes time, man. I think it's got to move slowly. I know you don't; it's not moving fast enough for you, Jeffrey. But it, whoever is working against it, is working against complete and utter rot, and it's got it's going to take time. And you need the fourth estate to do it with your fucking mainstream media completely co-opted. Then the plebs have no idea what's going on. You know, it, you know, it's like everyone knows 
that every fucking member in Congress and everyone in the Senate is fucking highly corrupt. And but who cares? Nobody gives a flying fuck. For me, when it goes back to the root for my whole thing, when I started getting woke, dude, for the president of the United States to get his head blown off in broad daylight, sitting right next to his wife, and 50, almost 60 years later, a majority of the population in the official narrative is still this guy with his shitty Italian rifle did the three shot. I mean, it's... I'm not saying we're doomed, but we need shows like this, dude. But then, again, going back to when uh, Trump uh, released the the documents on JFK, some of them said he was shot from the front. Nobody gave a fuck, dude. The news, the mainstream media, I was sitting there listening. I had read through a ton of those documents, and it talked about, you know, it confirmed the tracheotomy in the front of the neck was to disguise and hide uh, an entrance wound from from one of the rounds from a rifle. And... It said that clear as day. And then I watched the mainstream media and they go, there was really nothing earth shattering about those documents <laughs> that came up. I go, are you fucking high? This is, they're selling that to the American people. Now, you guys, obviously this is what we do. A big time, a big portion of our lives are exploring and, and researching this stuff. We know we're infuriated, but most of the people around us have no clue. They they just would have listened to that. You could have filled that room, that living room, my living room, with thirty of other adults and me in the middle, and had us all watch that exact newscast. And thirty nine of the people in that room, minus me, would have even blinked. I would have been the one that stood up in the middle and went, "Did you morons fucking hear that?" No, you know that's it's, why, it's why I think. Go on, sorry, That's buddy. why I think it's important for our shows like this to start coming together more and start, you know, they've got their fucking network of corruption. We need to start getting our networking together and getting our audiences together and then talking to each other and being like, hey, man, enough is enough. Conversation about how we I absolutely agree. And Sam, we've talked about getting all the tribes together, the conspiracy guys, America, you know what I mean? Carl would. We have to. We, we need to do a uh, Las Vegas uh, conference. Absolutely, a huge conference down in Las Vegas, right? But, but within this movement, we have to be careful. I, I love getting people on to just talk, even though if I don't necessarily agree with everything. But I don't want to go freaking necessarily. And this is not a knock to George Noyer, coast to coast, but he entertains every damn thing, and it winds up really kind of not that he's a conspiracy guy, but whatever. He has his own lane. My point is, we need to be careful who we have on who we allow to occupy our space and our, our uh, whatever you want to call it, our, our audience, et cetera, to spread nonsense. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people are looking to us for what's going on. And if, you know, we're, again, no disrespect to my homeboy, Eddie Bravo, or anybody's on that flat earth, the more we entertain that Watch yourself. Nonsense, Watch I mean, yourself. I know. Oh, I, I, love, I love my dude. Eddie, I love you, man. But the more we entertain, Australia doesn't, doesn't exist. There were no dinosaurs. You know, things that can be so fucking easily proven. And I, whatever. No, but not only that, they don't matter, really. They don't matter to us like 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 vaccines or what Monsanto and what Big Pharma and, and what yeah. geoengineering is doing. Like, those are the things that matter right now. No, I'm with you. And that's why I, listen, man, I, I'm a little different than everybody. You know, I always get hit about flat earth and all that stuff. And I tell people it doesn't matter to me. And I love Eddie Bravo. I give him a, a, fu- a platform to 
talk about whatever he wants because I, I think he has the right to say whatever he wants. I know flat earth is a crazy thing, yes. but you know what? To me, when I go to people, I go, your politicians are fucking children for power, the same power. They look at me like I'm a flat earther. It's the same thing. So my, I, I'm just going to say it. My life does not change on a flat earth or a round globe. Then that's what I think it is. I think it's a globe. But I'll tell you, I think that because... I've done no research into it. So it's not an issue for me that I get so mad at people. I, all are welcome, dude. I just watch for bullshitters. You know, all are welcome. I don't want this to be like, hey, come to our community, be a part of our community, but you got to say the right sound bites. I'm very, and I get what no, you no, guys no, are no, saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to say exactly what I believe or, you know, be some echo chamber. For me, I'm just saying we, I mean, come on, man. I mean, we just have to be mindful of the content we put out for very, very specific reasons. And I'm, you know, on this show, I know, and I'm not talking about you, Sam, and I'm not talking about Eddie. We have had people on this show who were not exactly who they said they were, in my humble opinion. And, you know, as our show grows, I don't want it to be some platform. So, in my opinion, Eddie's different, dude. Eddie is <laughs> He's very passionate, but dude, he, he was one of the first ones I heard talking about Laurel Canyon. And just Eddie is a smart, very deep thinking motherfucker. I'm not talking about generally people who are on to just spread some horseshit agenda. Well, here's 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 my idea. When we have the convention, Sam, down in Vegas. Yeah, we're working on it. We're going to get it working on. I have people in. We'll call it it the real news convention or whatever. Um, You know, but I think we put up big signs everywhere inside the convention, um, you know, that say, you know, which one of us. Or which one of you is CIA? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then give uh, send all leads to, and then give like an email address, <laughs> oh, right? Shit. And just the only reason I want to do that is to watch how everybody looks at each other. Who's the spoon? Because you know there's going to be a bunch of people there that are that are on the THC, and they'll be uh, oh, a little, little, little paranoid. I can't believe I know somebody who still does this with weed, by the way. And someone still does bunny ears with weed. I love it. I love it. Guys, Grimerica, any thoughts on what? Any thoughts? I just think we're living in. I I agree with what you guys are saying about being careful with that. And it's it's getting more and more difficult because we live in. The times where I don't think like I think I think there's always been fake news back from ancient Rome and all. There's always been propaganda and, you know, and allusions to the plebs and all that. But now it's at a different level completely. Now we've got Soros and stuff given 18 billion to 300 organizations and people, the money going into the fake news. Like it is it is so there's so much influence through fake uh, NGOs and fake charities like you can't, you know, decipher it all. Think about the timing of Soros's dumping of that many billions of dollars at one time it was right around the time that president trump signed the executive order basically allowing the u.s government human rights you can see of anyone who is found to be committing any treasonous acts against the united states crimes against humanity children um human trafficking pedophilia all of it was under that umbrella man and, and all of a sudden boom uh, what was it 17 billion yeah, eighteen billion. I think I heard, and I'm and I'm pretty sure that's true. I I heard it corroborated from a couple sources. So it's true. So then, are you still? Um, so do you still think that that does put Trump as a possible, you know, a, you know, a, 
a good guy and that it's just taken longer to roll out than we think. And there's more Jeff, corruption I, than we Jeff, think. There's Jeff, so I, much corruption, Jeff, dude. Definitely on that. Jeff, Jeff thinks he's just another gangster. He uh, is a gangster. And, but I, I honestly think he's a billionaire who's proven everything he can in business and conquered the world and said, you know what, I'm going to leave a le- legacy and kick the shit out of the corrupt and be wearing a cape. Dude, look at his ego. Look at his ego. How does that guy want to go down in history? Does he want to go down as a scumbag or does he want to go down as a dude who destroyed so many powerful, corrupt yeah. individuals? Dude, that's the kind of guy I think he wants to be. I really think that's the memory he wants to leave because – I've seen nothing besides the continued bombing in Yemen and a few other things, uh, which we're not actually conducting the bombing. We're supplying some gas. We're supplying a few things that go boom, boom, obviously. But uh, so, but a lot of things, you know, my, I mean, I've got good contacts. Right away when Trump got in, I said, did Trump stop the funding of ISIS and al-Nusra and that whole program? And he said, yes. The day he got in, that stopped. Uh, so you think he's playing both sides in a way then? No, he loves – look, make no mistake, dude. Donald Trump loves uh, Israel. There is no mistake about that. But he also won't cross the line, dude. He's not giving them a green light to blow the shit out of Syria, and he's not funding the friggin' terrorists anymore. There was money sent to um, the White Hats that we still are confused by, right? But I just don't – I don't see indicators telling me that he's, he's a bad, evil human being. I just don't. And anybody that – can simply because he said locker room talk and everything else. Uh, I just, that's a bit judgmental. Can I just step in real quick? My opinion on Trump is this, is that there is some business as usual with him uh, because that's how you stay in that office. But I also believe that there's a part of me that is hoping that this is what he has to do to get to where he's got to go. Meaning he's got to pacify certain groups of people and to keep that, in their mind, the gravy train going while he takes care of a couple things. Now, the taking down of social media groups, the taking down of the intelligence agency, the taking down of MS, uh, the mainstream media, those are real signs that this is not always all business as usual. That is very different stuff, okay? I think he has to continue the military-industrial complex, in order to get other things done. So now you kind of kneecap the CIA and the FBI. That's one thing. Then you can move on to, he's talking Federal Reserve and uh, getting back on the gold standard. You can't go after all of it at once or else they'll conspire all together. If everyone thinks what they're doing is fine and he's worrying about other people, I think that's a longer game to get done. I do believe these midterms are huge. I think these midterms, he needs to win these midterms in order to keep this plan going and that I think within three weeks big heads you're going to see fireworks you're going to see somebody big arrested or multiple arrests coming and that's my opinion or false flags if if you is legit then the hammer has to drop literally from today until the midterms you have the the nomination of this this, uh, Supreme Court justice supposedly in jeopardy you have literally, you know, like you said, with the midterm, so many possible ramifications with that. They, they've already said they've tried to impeach Trump yeah. if okay. they got control of the House. And then sit there and go, if you want a civil war, by all means, go ahead and give that one a shot. Because you're going to you're really going to screw up because he's done nothing illegal. They've got nothing. Two years of investigating him almost. They've got nothing. 
But strategically, geostrategically, or whatever, politically, strategically, if he's going to drop the hammer, it has to be in the next couple of weeks to really skew or to really influence this midterms that are coming up. I don't know. I think, you know, if, if, to look at it from that angle, and I'm not necessarily saying that I do, but to look at it from that angle, then you have to look at all the Trump as Hitler and Nazi talk as being preemptive fucking fodder for just this situation. Yeah. Because if fucking Trump starts arresting heads of states or senators or people who are running against them or anything like that, it's going to look real Hitlerish yeah, real quick to, to an audience that's already primed for it. Since he became president, that's why Q has been disseminating information. It's been a slow bleed. All of these slow, when you see people like Weinstein falling, the Nixium sex cult, all this stuff is conditioning the American people to what is eventually building up to. Look, man, if we went from zero, no arrests, Harvey Weinstein not getting the perp walk and everything else, and the many others, Tom uh, or uh, Lauer, Matt Lauer going down to just name after name after name, if it went from never having that to, to Hillary Clinton suddenly arrested and Barack Obama, and I guess that. people are going to lose it. There, huh. There's been some conditioning going on. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, dude, I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, and who knows what kind of how smart they are or how how they just plant stuff like that guy saying McCain was put to death and everybody's looking well, at you get, military you, you tributes, less, you know. You get a lot smarter once you're in control of military intelligence. I do think that's what's going on here. I do believe that Trump is backed by military intelligence, and that is why he's able to do things that other presidents haven't. Who else do I need? Who else do I need to destroy everyone I want to destroy? So that would put it back at the same, the the same. Um, I mean, fuck the no agenda guys. We're calling this before Trump even started talking about running for president, that there was an internal struggle between the military industrial complex and the intelligence agencies. And over the, I mean, Adam Curry and John Dvorak were talking about that fucking like four years ago. And all and of a sudden you're, you're rolling something. into this situation. That's really starting to look like that's exactly what's going on. I don't think, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think it is the military industrial complex. I honestly believe it's the military. And that there's a separation between those two. And that the selling of arms, and co- that is the placate the military-industrial complex. That the actual oh, military itself is tired of fighting banker wars and sending our sons well, yeah, and daughters. That's, what I, that's yeah. what I mean by when I say the military itself is on Trump's side. Yes. yes. The yes. generals or whoever, somebody in the high up in the military has decided that, you know, well, they've just, had enough of what the CIA is doing. Think of it as all the, you know, the generals and the admirals and everybody, guys who have been real, real soldiers and sailors, guys who have done the deed, um, who have seen the loss of life, are looking at the suits going, you're not selling freaking weapons to these people anymore because we're the ones that have to go over and fight them eventually. We're losing our people. We're done, man. We're done with the bullshit. Per, per that, and in that same vein, I've, I've said to you, Sam, and I've said to Pat, a lot of this, you know, the, the crux of a lot of this is Syria right now. Why are we still funding white helmets, et cetera, et cetera? Syria ha- almost has to go down, whether it's the Western version of their pipeline or Sam, your awesome episode with uh, about one belt, one road. China, that's a huge part of what China is trying to do. Syria is absolutely huge as far as geostrategically from, from the Western kind of, you know, whatever standpoint of the architects, the Illuminati, whomever. And then you have, you know, China, which really needs Syria as well. 
as well as other lands in that area. So, I mean, it's always, it's always changed. It kind of sucks to have the hottest piece of property on the block I know. at this current time. And that block happens to be Asia, the largest <laughs> continent in the world. They want, to build a, they want to build a couple of freeways and shit through your backyard, and they're not exactly giving you fair market value. No, and actually, they're, you know, you're being shot at and told to leave. <laughs> and, you know, again, Sam, kudos to you with that One Belt, One Road episode, man. And I just recently read that too long ago. You know, it's called um, uh, it's basically a pearl, string of pearls is what it's called, throughout certain areas in the Indian Ocean and the Pacific Ocean. China just got a huge port in Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka was borrowing a shit ton of money from China, couldn't pay it back. So yeah. China got this port for absolutely nothing. And that is a part of the string of pearls. So they're going to have these different maritime routes as well as rail and road routes through Asia and all of that. And they're basically going to put military bases on these different. Uh, that's a badass plan. It's scary. Yeah. Had, Fuck, had, that's had, another one, you know. Well, the big thing about one that China. that no agenda was on fucking years ago. They were calling Syria before it even happened. They're like, you watch. They want to build a pipeline through this motherfucker. And sure enough, you know, it's it's unbelievable. And they don't even come as far down the rabbit hole as we do, you know. Here we are arguing about, you know. The shit we're arguing about, you know what I mean? Grabbing pussy, Supreme Court justice doing shit 35 years ago. You know, this madness that, you know, relationships are ending, gang. You know what I mean? Marriages are ending because of the polarization of this political talk while we try to have these larger chess conversations while the world seems to be ran by fucking, you know, checker players, dude. It's frustrating. No, it's very interesting. And it's like, if you look at China, I think, you know, there's always this battle between China and the United States. If they ever went out, who would win? And I always say we would because we have more ingenuity. We think outside the box. China literally has no original thoughts. They literally have copied every single thing we've done. That's how they do it. That's a big reason why they wanted to do the TPP is because they needed new countries to do free markets with because they were tired of bringing their, their factories over to China and China just ripping off all their ideas and their, their brands and their trademarks. And what is China's doing right now? One, one road, one, one belt, one road is just copying the, you know, international banker deep state playbook, which is lend people money, get them hooked on your nipple, put bases all over the place, and they're doing the exact same thing. What one belt, one road, and the Silk Road that is modeled off her from back in the days of Marco Polo existed well before the United States. No, I get, I get it. But what's going on right now is definitely a, a copying of what we're doing. They're following our playbook, and what's really super sad is that. We a lot. We are the ones who've made this possible. We have got with us going in, you know, building factories there, raising their, basically taking communist China and turning into their version of capitalism. We've allowed them to start becoming a player in the game, and yeah. now it's going to come. We've created a monster, and we're going to have to deal with it at some point. I think that soon. I think that India and China have the chance of going to war before we ever go to war with China. They've already had some skirmishes, obviously, over the years. So uh, they both have nuclear weapons. I don't know. Maybe. Well, and, and Chinese announcement again. And the, water problems. The Chinese yeah. announcement of the Petro Chuan, which is rivaling the U.S. You know, petrodollar as we speak, is definitely something that's going to come into play more so in the next in the coming months and years. Have you guys heard of Gordon White? Do you guys know Gordon White? 
He's yeah. been on um he's been on the The guy the, I called the CIA show at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, that guy's just so you know, just wanted to remind you. Uh I'm just Gordon, kidding, Gordon. I love you. Yeah, Gordon's great. But he had something interesting that the petrodollar isn't important, that they're actually rearranging how the how the empire is working. They realize going in and setting up bases everywhere is too expensive for them to run right now. And it's actually going to be a different way of operating where they just use the United States market as the leverage instead of military power. Any thoughts on that? I mean, that's a, that's an inevitability. That's why there'll never be any mutually assured destruction because we're all so economically interdependent that, you know, just like you said, like in that's what Gordon White said. That's not logically. Why no? But they, it, it, would, it makes sense, though, because we are so economically interdependent. There's not going to be any huge... There might be some, but any huge scorched earth wars, it's all going to be what about strategic. The true, what about the true elites that have strategic the, special forces hits? And you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm just saying that, you know, the true, if we go on the thoughts of the Georgia Guidestones and all these elites and all these things that we hear, uh, almost everybody's going to get wiped out, right? Because they're going to be in what, New Zealand? Well, hell, Bill Bill Gates just said some shit about a, a pathogen or a disease that could take out 10 million people a couple months ago. Yeah, well, I think, well, they're building a bunch of fucking hotels in Calgary, too, so I'm hoping that we're, like, over the flood line or something. <laughs> I, have a, I have a theory there's a tunnel to the Denver airport. Sister city to Denver. Yeah. They, they call exactly. us sister cities, so really? hopefully we'll escape the destruction. Really? Grandma and I will be podcasting out of a fucking SUV with an AM antenna on the back. <laughs> Always on the move so they can't track us down. Hard Harry Hard on from uh, Pump Up the Volume, dude, with his mobile transmission in his Jeep with his hot ass girl. Right. I don't know. So, General, let me ask you guys. I'm not leading the show, but I've always, I, I've been feeling, man, we're being prepped for something. Like all of this stuff, Rosenstein, the Mueller, we're so divided on so many different levels. I've said this before, civil war and that kind of shit doesn't happen overnight. It takes a slow prep to get us engineered to start hating each other. You guys got a feeling that something's coming or is this just, just par for the course? We're just another day in, in the good old planet Earth. Not only do I think something's coming, I'll tell you where it's going to start. Where? It's going to start in fucking Portland, Oregon. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Expand on that, please. What is it going to be? I've, well, I don't know, but I've, I've, I've been to Portland twice in the last like five years. And the last time I was there, the Antifa presence is fucking strong. Um, so, and from, I've talked to a couple people around Portland and I've, I've talked to some other people who told me I was a fucking idiot, but I don't know. There seems to be a sense in Portland that something, you know, it could be where it's going to let loose. And I'm seeing it firsthand. Like I've never been to another city where I walked around and see, seen clearly Antifa people tattooed Antifa with their fucking masks on and their little fucking bats. I've never but, seen that any place else other than fucking here's Portland. Thing. Here's the thing that I, from my standpoint is what could Antifa possibly do? I don't think they can do much, but I think they can get enough fucking people who don't know enough riled up to get something. And I don't know what it takes. I haven't been around for a civil war in a civilized country. I don't know what it takes. Well, can it be contained to one city where maybe some, so, I mean, you know, how close was Dallas when a couple cops get shot? Does it start like that or does it start as a fucking riot or? Well, they've got a free ticket. They've got a free card right now on violence. I mean, they're not getting called out on any violence. So they're the perfect people to start. Being allowed start to something. attack people is a start. And from what I've heard, I mean, shops are, you can't even put an American flag outside of your shop anymore. Or you can expect a fucking brick through your window. 
And, yeah. you know, we had people telling us that was far fetched. And then I see a fucking video on Twitter of some guy getting the shit kicked out of him for having an American flag on his backpack. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, now that you bring that up, I really need to start putting American flags on everything I wear. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, to go to them. I want some exercise. I want someone to work out with. You know, it's, it's kind or of on, or on. Like, no, we didn't do that. The, 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 the Pat Militich. Military fighting system anti foot workout program. <laughs> anti the anti anti pack. <laughs> Order today. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, that's a video of how to fight. Gotta put a video of how to fight in. Well, of course, right? Yeah. The outfit. Gotta have the bandana with the American flag on it. Something that says fuck Antifa. And then just like do the workout video, six week program, and then go out wearing it. Right. Let me ask you guys something real quick. Can I get a prediction for you guys? The midterms are like November 4th or around there. What is what is your guys' prediction for the next month? What do you think is going to happen? Anything big? UFOs arrive? Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody a big whole o- lot of sexual assault fucking accusations is what I predict. More <laughs> Pat Militech touched me when I was five. Yeah, no. oh, yeah. I think it's just going to be open season on fucking perverts. It would be something like it already is. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Are you saying that it is? Are you going? Are you saying more, more? Just older white guys getting, t- you know, oh, hey, he whipped his dick out it's, from me in eighth grade. Oh yeah, yeah. I think coming up to it, I think that people have figured out that the American, the average uh, memory of the American voter is only like a week and a half. So they're gonna wait till like fucking six days before, and it's gonna be brrr, these guys all are sex offenders. It is. It is. The entire last two years has been a building. The whole Me Too fucking shit is to try and shut these fuckers down at this election. Because they're all perfect. It's a weapon now. It is absolutely a weapon. You know, the, the guy who just got pinched with the, the 3D printer. I mean, it is a fucking weapon of the state now. And I'm not belittling the Me Too movement or anything that happened in it. I'm just saying it's been highly fucking weaponized and look out. And honestly, I mean, I'm the, I'm the complete inverse. I honestly respect the, the true essence of the Me Too movement. No man or woman needs to be have their space infringed upon any of that shit. And that's what makes it so fucked up now. Like I was saying in the beginning, this is going to make it harder for legitimate victims to come forward and be really heard because it's being weaponized and almost cheapened like this. Like you said, Pat, like the, the Crawford woman came out. You knew another one was coming. And what was it? You know, oh, he got drunk and exposes Peter. Like he's fucking Chester the Molester from Hustler magazine or something. So I think I think that uh, what Pat was saying about the 30 people in the room watching CNN I feel like that's that's not the case, and it's more like ten out of thirty now realize it's fake. And I think that it's well, going to be similar to the it's going to be similar to the election where people are seeing through all this stuff, people are seeing through the weaponization, and it'll be again the silent majority, and it'll come out. It won't matter about the polling or anything. It'll be very similar to what we saw two years ago. I think I, I people people are waking up, and they don't want to talk about it yet in public. And I mean, my even my mom has a hard time with I mean, all her friends. She can't even we say don't anything. Even talk about it with our friends. Didn't. And you know? yeah. that goes to the essence of this weaponization. Like, how could you support them? They said, exactly. you know what I mean? It just no, becomes see, this- here's the thing. I mean, you guys are going about it all wrong. I decide who my friends are because I'm going to talk about it. And the, <laughs> ones that I out, the ones that I weed out no longer hang out with me 
that's what I was intending that's, to do. Yeah, that's right. Good point. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask it's you. It's more like the work people, the professional yeah, relationships. It, yeah, it's more about that. Do yeah. you I guys? Mean, I had a guy in an office the other day. He asked me, so when do you think Trump's going to get impeached? And I was like, every fucking U.S. president since Kennedy's a fucking war criminal. And you're asking me when Trump's going to be impeached? Exactly. Nice comeback. Again, right. that's, that sele- that's that selective butthurst intellectual dishonesty. Russia inclu- are colluded in our election. We've been fucking rigging elections, assassinating leaders for the last 80 years. Like, wh- where have you been? Not you guys, but, you know, the people yeah. who are so mad about collusion. Like, my God, if you only knew the shit we've been doing around this world in our name. Does any of the conspiracy come true, like meaning that like Hillary might get arrested or a high up it, that we've had our crosshairs on the scope on? Like, does uh, Hillary get arrested? Does nah, they, any those of that- people make deals? Oh, Brennan and Comey and guys like that on the ground before Hillary. Um, you know, if Hillary will get to retire on an island, you know, I I just gotta tell you, you know, that like somebody like a Comey or Brennan and. and the likes, Rosenstein and McCabe, you're seeing Struck, Page, Page friggin' just dumped on all of them, man. Dumped on all of them. And uh, so, I mean, those are the names that are going to go down along with, you know, obviously Hollywood pedophiles and, and others. But uh, Sam Tripoli's. It, <laughs> it could go all the way to the top. It could go all the way to the top. But we know we're going to have a civil war if that happens. Right. If they, yeah, I think that's just it. Is even the, even if they win, they don't want that to happen. So they'll give those people at the very top a bit of a pass. But but if you're Trump and Mattis, you're saying to yourself, look, if there's a civil war, we already know which side's going to win. Like all the, the all the veterans and the country boys that hunt and all that sort of stuff. There, there's you. I don't care. Take as many city badasses as you want and put them up against uh, veterans who are special forces guys. Um, you know, old wise people that know how to fight and hunt and kill people and, and all that sort of dude. That, that civil war does not last but like a week. No, Maybe. I've been looking at uh, what's going on in Europe and I'm like, here's what's going to happen, dude. It's going to be a re- just history repeating itself. White guys getting pissed off and just have to kick everybody's ass again. I mean, that's really what happened. Like, white men fucking basically set the standard of what is. Civil, uh, society as we know it civilization i mean it just really is the history of time is white anglo-saxons have won everything and what we're seeing is this attempt to reshuffle everything and i think at some point people are just gonna be like okay time to hit the reset button <laughs> Sam, did you go? You, you dirty go, fucking racist! Did you just go racist? On I'm this? an Indian, you son of a I'm bitch! I'm just telling you, dude. I'm just. Dude, I'm not I even racist. I'm just dude, telling dude. you, bro. It's Sam's gonna be a to a point where there's gonna be a know why Ryan left. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, the Zionist. Alexander the Great was not Anglo-Saxon. The Ottomans were not Anglo-Saxon. Empire's point is to expand empire. It's happened for centuries, like you said. But it's never just become. Well, what I see going on is Europe Khan. is not Europe. Genghis Khan, thank you. Right? I'm just right. I'm just to the right of Genghis Khan politically. Right? <laughs> what I'm just telling you right now, I just see disorder, and it's gonna and the white guys are getting the beat down. And I just think it's gonna oh. come to a point where it's like, okay, enough. And like everybody can list who this, this, or this. At the end of the day, you know, 
It's just going to be a reset. I see it coming. I'm not saying it's white guys this or white guys that. I may have <laughs> spoke like I'm that, but I'm just going to see a, a reset back to order where it's like, you know, okay. what could be, you know, it could trigger that reset. This is my little theory. It's a little extreme, but this, this Trump coming out with the space for now, space force now is, is I think he's getting ahead of the ET disclosure UFO issue because on the other side of the deep state, Clinton and Podesta were supposed to be the ones to bring all this shit out when she didn't win. You know, they started talking about this, uh, this program and the, to the stars Academy came out and they say, Oh, the government has been studying UFOs and they're sort of trying to push disclosure slightly, but Trump now all of a sudden sends the space force out. That's the way to bring everybody together. That's the Trump card is, Either it's a fake, it's it's a fake alien, a fake alien invasion, or some blue sort of disclosure beam. thing that will bring us all together. Wait a minute. Wait. Hey, hey, I got a hard out, guys. It's been awesome. We got to do this again, guys. For sure. Yeah. Finish up. Okay. Sign cool. Up. Bye, bud. Where the fuck these cop suckers going? <laughs> no, one of them. Going. Just go on. You, you ditched me. No, real quick. Hey, listen to me. What do you think of that? State the premise again. Sorry about that. We ha- we got it's, we it's, got banned. What's gonna What's gonna bring us together is is a is a, some sort of disclosure aspect or some sort of acknowledgement or or a fake alien invasion. Something like that will bring humanity together if we divide too too much. Project Blue. That's Beam. what that's a, that's Blue a way Beam. to the world government. I was talking to my I, w- I was talking to some network TV network people friends of mine that I work with and. Uh, they started talking about UFOs and all this stuff, and somebody caught a picture into the sun, and it looked like literally a fleet of ships moving away from the sun. Just yeah. Being... And I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. But uh, I was talking to them, and I go, "There's some funky stuff going on." It was right around when the observatory was shut down, and uh, some some photographer caught that picture, and I was talking to these guys at my network. And they started talking about an attack from aliens. And I go, you guys serious? I go, look at me seriously <laughs> and tell me that what you just said, that you you truly believe that the world, the earth we live on could be attacked by an alien force. And they both looked at each other and then looked at me and said, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, wow. Wow. You know, if you think about it, I'm not doubting that there's life in, you know, what I see. There has to be. It's just too big, too fast. But then when you take it to that whole other level and think of being attacked, attacked yeah. that's pretty intense stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I find that hard to believe as well. I feel like they should be, you know, at a higher level of consciousness. And I mean, I go out and meditate with friends and we look, we see shit in the sky. Something's out there. But and but I mean, it's not uh, I think it, if it's attacked, it'll be fake. It, w- it won't be a real invasion. It'll be something to bring us all together. If the if the. And I'm not talking about Trump. I'm talking about the other side. If they're losing, if they're losing their track, the false flag alien invasion. If they're losing track of, of the global government, globalism falls apart. That's their last card. Something's got to happen. That's, so that's Project Bluebeam. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So how do you falsify an attack of by an alien force on an American city? Dude, have you seen those holograms? Seen those, holograms. Have you seen those videos of like kid and kids in the gymnasium? And I think it's like 6D or whatever the fuck it is. And the whales coming out of the gym floor and it's splashing into the oh, yeah, this yeah. fabricated ocean. It looks insane, dude. Yeah, I think yep. we're living in yep. crazy times. Uh, I'm not a racist, and I'm not saying white people are going to rule everything. I'm, I'm just saying. Of course you're not. I'm just saying there's. There's a real push to destabilize, and at some point, 
people are going to have to push back and get back to st- things being a little more stable and, and chaos. And this, I just think there's chaos and we need to get back to stability. Gentlemen, uh, final thoughts on everybody. Final thoughts. Um, conspiracy guys, your final thoughts? The conspiracy guys, you cocksucker motherfucker. Don't conspiracy even farm. <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> farm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Con- the conspiracy farm. What hey, you they're guys? good too. They're good too. I love the conspiracy guys. Those conspiracy they're guys. Awesome. Warden Rockford. <laughs> yeah. Got his name right. No, Conspiracy Farm, check us out. Um, you know, thank you so very much, Sam. This has always been awesome. I love you, brother. And you just keep continue doing your work. I love checking you guys on the road. You guys are smashing it. I think it's that kind of stuff, that kind of ripple effect that's just gonna be putting little little seeds in people's ears, man. So keep doing what you're doing. And again, I'm just I'm waiting for this shit show to unfold. I don't know if we're gonna see perk walks. I don't know what the hell's happening, man. I just wanna keep having conversations like this. Are you not? Are you not entertained? We are entertained. We are entertained. Final yeah. thoughts. Final thoughts. Go ahead, Brian America. Yeah, uh, I I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I think that uh, you guys are are able to approach a bunch of, and you're willing to approach a bunch of topics that are pretty controversial, like you know the deep state stuff, the pedo stuff. Both you guys, I think that's really important, and I want to, if you know, for all our listeners out there to check you guys out. I feel like it's good coming together with all you guys and and uh, having these awesome conversations. We don't yeah. have the answers a lot, but we like to ask the questions. Really, so. I, like questions. I, I, I would like to think that you up there north of the border are uh, more subject, more likely to be harassed at this point in history than us. So you guys are the ones that are a little sticking your neck out there a little bit. <laughs> right on. Yeah, thanks. It's been a been a pleasure chatting with you guys well i love this let's do it again down the line i appreciate everybody it could have been a giant crazy clusterfuck but it all worked out awesome and i'd love uh, i really do love both your shows and i really appreciate that you all let me come and join your fun conversation and uh this is important hopefully the tribes will all come together and we'll keep fighting and hopefully we'll see some stuff happen sooner than later because at the end of the day we are more right than we are wrong, and I appreciate you guys. And this has been Royal Rumble 3, and uh, hey, man, I love you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, awesome. Sam. Love you, man. Check you later, Grandma. Bye, guys. See you guys.